Welcome to episode 121 of P's and Q's Podcast. I'm Clay Hansen and rolling solo again, and that's probably what it's looking like for the new future. Uh, I got stories of my mom being in town this week, weekend. That's why it's this is coming out on Sunday, because I didn't have an opportunity to record on Saturday or Friday, because she was here. And uh, Big Joe, KJ, LBJ rolled through the Hanson household Saturday night. Last night, we had some Papa Murphy's Pizza. We bet some dollar. We had made some dollar bets on the cracking games. Daddy's about fourteen dollars richer after last night. I was just making all. I was just making just the dog bets, calling the game. Either way, that's what I talk about tonight's episode. We get into consp- uh, some conspiracies, one involving Demar Hamlin, controversial a little bit. Uh, but other than that, sit back, relax, and enjoy. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Hi, I'm so-and-so, and this is my new co-anchor, Brian. Brian, why don't you tell yourself a little bit about yourself? Hi, well, hi, my name's Brian, and I'm a new anchor here. And I'm from Boston, so, you know, I'm used to... Um, <laughs> you remember... Uh, pardon my language, but that was just too funny when that actually did happen. There is the fucking I don't I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast, but one of uh, the news anchor who says gay fucking shit right before air. Oh, no internet. Just found that out. No internet. Hey, do you want some internet, kid? I got plenty for you. I got plenty of internet for you. Um we gotta look this guy up really quick. Episode one twenty one. That's exciting. News anchor says, "Gay fucking shit." AJ Clemente. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what a fucking wild thing! It's his first day as an anchor. His name's AJ Clemente. First day on the job, news anchor A.J. Clemente says gay fucking shit while reporting while on the reporting stage. Like, that's the worst debut of all time. He, there's only like three or four other words in the English language that he could say that could be like... Because I'm sure he doesn't work there. Like... North Dakota North Dakota based news anchor AJ Clemente introduced himself to NBC's KFYR TV viewers on Sunday night with three little words gay fucking shit oh my god he got suspended huh huh oh that's a YouTube I don't want to watch a YouTube I'd rather read about it 
What happened to AJ Clemente? I wonder if that's the best way to go about this. If you haven't seen that video, just look up AJ Clemente, and I'm. It's got to be his only video. To AJ Clemente. There's no way that they let him like roll that one off. You know, his boss didn't bring him into the fucking office after that and be like, "All right, this is your one warning." You can't say that. You can't say that on live air, okay? So next Sunday when you're on, keep it to yourself. And I think, uh, yeah, learns there's no second chances after uh, on-air gaff. USTV, you're kind of middle. <laughs> He's, I remember, though, when he... Uh, when he says that, he looks up and he realizes for sure he's hot mic'd. So the cameras and audio definitely picked it up. And he looks up and the lady next to him introduces him because it's his first day on the job. And she's like, AJ Clemente, tell us a little bit about yourself. And he goes, Yeah, my name's AJ Clemente. And, you know, as uh, I'm from the Boston area, so I'm used to. Uh, and then he kind of goes off of that too like the next words that were gonna come out of his mouth i believe and he caught himself luckily i mean not luckily at that point he should have gone all in he was fucked either way he should have gone all in and been like i'm from boston and i'm used to people saying gay fucking shit (laughs) so fucked up people would tell me go to the small market where you can type Make those types of mistakes and no one will see it. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That saying is so not true anymore. We can make a mistake in small markets like Bismarck and the whole world will see it. (laughs) Was eventually fired following the blunder. Uh, He remained under KFYR for another four months before moving to San Francisco to spend time with his dying father. Ouch. Oh, wait. No, her dying. Tio. What the fuck? Uh, Van Tua was moments away from the start of an evening bulletin for KFYR in Bismarck, North, De- North Dakota. In 2013, with her new co-host, AJ Clemente, dropped Explicitive Live on air. Gay fucking shit. Clemente can be heard saying under his breath as he fails to notice his microphone has been switched on. Despite appearing somewhat rattled, Teo, the co-anchor, continues with the bulletin, including an awkward introduction to, of Clemente. To make matters worse, it was Clemente's first day on the job. The honor blunder was has done its rounds on social media in the three years since it happened, with a YouTube copy of the broadcast viewed more than three million times. <laughs> you can put 20 of those in my pocket. I've watched that fucking video so many times. People would tell me, go to small markets, blah, blah, blah. That's saying it's so not true. While Clemente was eventually fired for the blunder, Taylor remained at KFYR for another... Oh, so, okay. Before moving to San Francisco, spent time with the dying father. While spending a number of years working at KRNV in Reno, she's now freelancing at News 12... Westchester, according to TV Spy. 
She has lost contact with Clemente with the last she heard he was working as a media advisor on the do's and don'ts of media in New York City. So he blew up after that. New York was like, listen, he fucked up big time. But we can we can let him teach the new guys how to not do this. I'm probably going to get a text after this where they're like, you don't have to repeat the line he said eight times at the beginning of your podcast. This is AJ Clemente. You don't need to say gang on shit. Um, I was frustrated that I couldn't get the name. Interview with Letterman. Got his brain snap. That's weird. It was my second story. So this has just turned into her thing. It's easy. So, so the co-anchor who did nothing wrong is like struggling to continue to do her job. She can't get another job. And AJ Clemente is an advisor for a media company in New York on the do's and don'ts. Oh, it takes a bartending job. This is in 2017. Okay. I mean, we can get off of this if we want. You might as well just get off of it. That was just a crazy thing. Um, a lot happening in the sports world, which is, you know, we got the AFC and the NFC title matches set up. They're squared away. We got the Philadelphia Eagles. Versus the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco 49ers made it to the playoff game again, dude. Then you got the old uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs facing off against Joe Cool himself, Joe Burrows, and Cincinnati with the Bengal Boys. Which actually will probably be a way more entertaining. I don't think that San Fra- I don't think San Francisco can keep up with, with Philadelphia. Uh We'll see what happens, I guess, but um, there's been a crazy amount of betting happening at my new work, that I and it's like wild amounts of money. And these guys are doing handshake bets on straight up. So I know a guy who won $500 tonight for sure because of the San Francisco 49ers win, which is cool. Shout out to you, man. Good for you. Uh, Joe and KJ actually came. So my mom was here this weekend. Let's get into that, and then it will lead into Joe and KJ being here. So my mom is coming. I'm recording this on a Sunday. I'm going to release it on Sunday. The reason it took me so long to record this week was because my mom was here all weekend. Had a blast. What a night. What a what a couple of nights having her over. It's it was a a breath of fresh air. She was she's a delight, really. Now. She's a little bit behind the times on, like, current technology, right? So, she got a new car. This is going to be her first time on the interstate in, like, 10 years or something like that. And she's driving from her house, which is about three hours away from my house. She lets me know that she's leaving her house at 11.30. 10.30. Maybe it was 11.30. I can't remember I try calling her. She doesn't answer. She tries calling me. I'm busy. Didn't answer. I try calling her. Doesn't answer. She tries calling my wife, Allie. And she got all fucked up on the way here. As far as getting here. The directions just bamboozled her. It was 
At one point, I just got a, a text from my wife that said, she's at Flower World. That is nowhere near the directions that I gave her. Plus, she has a GPS on her phone. But she made it. Grand total of six and a half hours. Her and I got home about the same time. I got home about 4.30, 4.45. She got to my house about 4.30, 4.45. She got after me. She got there after me for sure. And, uh, oh, no, no. She got there before me. She definitely got there before me. But um, we hung out. Uh, kids were jacked up to see her. And they went to bed. And we ended up watching the movie The Menu. Uh, there's actors in it, but I don't know any other names. The Menu cast. Give me some internet. Just give me a little internet. That's all I want. Just give me a little internet on that ass. Come on. But it was a good movie. It was like a funny, scary movie, kind of, right? Which is always... I think it's a, you know, that one's like peanut butter and bananas. It's an underrated genre of movie. When it's really, really tense and then there's like kind of a funny movie that's just kind of bring you back down to earth. I just don't understand. I have internet. There's bars, dude. Um, but it's on HBO, I think. If you have HBO, I suggest you watch it. Just like if you have HBO, I suggest you watch Chernobyl. If it's on, it's on. Hey, if you're listening, if it's Chernobyl, it's on, it's on. Okay? Um, but that, so that was the first night that we wake up. And the plan is, because Joe and KJ are going to come over around four. The plan is, Allie, Lucia, and my mom are going to go get their nails done. Me and Bo are going to run to Costco. And then it turns into we're gonna me and Bo are gonna drop the girls off at the nail salon. Then Bo and I are gonna go to Costco. Then go back and get them. Then on the way to doing that, Allie calls and goes, "Hey, is there any way we can come in?" And they're like, "No, not for another two hours." So we all go to Costco, and uh, me and Bo, when we go to Costco, if if we bring the whole family in, so Allie, Lucia, Bo, and I, uh, me and Bo just wander. That's just, that's, that's what we do. And then Allie usually shoots us a call being like, Hey, we're outside. And, um, so me and Bo are wandering and they have like these tough sheds, like the plastic, like put together sheds. And, uh, Bo is getting into them and closing the door. So I go in with him on one and we're just sitting there in this little, like five by three shed. It's pitch black. Some guy opens the door and looks down and sees Bo and jumps and goes, whoa, and then jolts his head back in to see if there's someone around him. And I was standing right next to him. He goes, Jesus, I thought this was just some lost tiny kid. And I was like, yeah, no, we're good. And then he said, let the shenanigans commence. And I was like, that's right. So we leave Costco. Uh, Oh, I forgot to tell you about going to get dinner the night before. Taking my mom out in public is like taking a fucking extraterrestrial alien in public. And this also falls under the guidelines of like doesn't really remember like modern day technology. So we went to a Euro place, like a Mediterranean place. 
And you don't got to call before because they make it there right in front of you. And uh, the guy's like taking our order. And it's like a subway, right? There's all like the stuff that you can scoop out and everything. And uh, she's like, well, what is that? And the guys, and she ordered a Euro plate, which is like Euro meat, lettuce, all the fixings for a Euro plus rice on the side. And she goes, what is that? And points at the rice. And the guy's like, what? And he, she goes, what is that? What is that right there? What, what is that? And he goes, that's the rice. And he goes, she goes, can I get a side of that rice? And, he, and there's the language barrier. barrier. So he's like, she, he's like, you want to try it? And she goes, no, I just want like a side of it, like a full side of it. And he goes, here, I'll let you try it. And pulls out a little cup, like like a jello shot cup, and fills it with like a little spoonful of rice and gives it to her. And she takes it like a jello shot. And she goes, mm, that's good. I want a side of that rice. And he kind of looks at her and then he looks at me. And I was like, you got the Euro plate, right? And she goes, yeah. And I was like. Well, that comes with a side that comes with rice on it. And she goes, oh, okay, great. And then the guy says the total. And my mom, she insists on paying for dinner. I'm never going to say no to that. Thank you, mom. for Thank you for dinner. She takes her card out and just kind of throws it on the counter at him and then starts to like wander on down the line looking at the other stuff. And I was like, ah, shit. Because it's easy to forget, I guess. You slide your own card nowadays. No one slides a card for you. Maybe in Raymond, where she lives, people slide cards for you. But everywhere else, you slide your own card. So, there I am. I grab it, put it in. The pin needs to show up. I'm like, oh, you need to put your pin in, Mom. And she goes, oh, okay. And then announces her pin outside she like in her outdoor voice she's like just this and then says the pin and i was like oh and then it got declined and i was like got declined and she was like shit and then did it again then it worked and uh yeah just like the whole thing i was like oh my gosh she's just you know one thing that i really love about her is that she doesn't uh she doesn't hit the brakes on anything if she has a question on her she just says words she just says words so that's the first night second night we go to costco we go to costco we're getting the day ready uh and so joe and kj texted us and they're like run a little bit late this is uh we're on our way and so it's been probably like 30 minutes at this point and i go Hey, mom, over under betting term, Joe and KJ will be here in 15 minutes. And she's like, I don't understand. I was like, will they be here longer than 15 minutes or shorter than 15 minutes? And she goes, oh, longer than 15 minutes. Easy. And I'm like, five bucks. We bet on it. Guess who comes up? Five bucks. And it sets the tone for the night. There's a cracking game on versus Colorado. And we start up, oh, great. Now the menu's cast is in front of me. <laughs> so classic. God damn it. But, uh, so, we, Joe and KJ get here. We hang out, shoot the shit. LBJ's in the house. 
looking cute as all hell. Bo and Lucia are being cute as all hell with LBJ. And uh, the game starts. Bo's asleep. And we come up with the idea as a group to do $1 bets throughout the game. Right? We all started with 5 bucks. Joe ended with one. My mom ended with zero. Your boy ended with $14 on the night. Just betting my heart away. I bet tie game after the second period. What was it? Tie game after the second period. Don't mind if I do. Keep the change. Don't even have to ask about it too many times. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so that was killer. And um, it was great to see Joe and KJ come through and see LBJ. It feels like it's been way, way, way too long in a really annoying kind of a way. I'm really sorry about that. I got sick this week, too, which was annoying. Well, not really sick, just the sniffles. But just everybody's getting it, I guess. Fucking. Okay. I'm not going to talk about everyone getting sick. I feel like I've been doing that for like the past three months because literally somebody in my house has been sick. I don't remember. I don't remember a week of us not being sick in the past three months easily. Um, But the movie we watched was The Menu, and it's got Ralph Fiennes in it. And he, I believe, was in one of the... uh, one of the Hannibal movies. I believe he was in like the Red Dragon or whatever it is. And then there's Anya Taylor Joy. She's been in some movies. She's, uh, you know, what movie I remember her from the most is um, the Unbreakable movie. But it's like the sequel. It's like Mr. Glass, I think is what it's called. Nicholas Holt. And he always plays kind of a nerdy guy, and he plays a total fucking bitch in this movie. Uh, Janet McTeer. I couldn't really put put my... Uh, she is the lawyer from um, the Ozarks. And then there's some other people, but there's the one guy, I feel like... I want to say his name, yeah, John Leguizamo. Leguizamo, he's in Summer of Sam. That was cool. Cool to see him there. But it was just a twisted up fucking crazy movie, and it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, other than that, there has been, a, but uh, so we 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 did some gambling, just some one dollar bets. But I've been seeing like the craziest and hearing the craziest gambling news on some some people placing some of these bets. Last weekend, last weekend, a guy, the Chargers were up twenty seven. Uh, bet on the Chargers. <coughs> the Chargers were up like twenty seven to zero against the Jags last week. Uh, going into halftime, and a guy placed a 
$2 million bet on the Chargers to win for an $11,000 payout. So if you understand how betting works, you understand this, but I can't explain it a little bit. When the odds are stacked heavily in favor of a bet, it would be, it, that's where that like plus and negative comes in. So at plus 100, if you bet 100, you're going to get $100 back, right? So at plus 125, if you bet 100, you're going to get 125. So it's 105, it's, it's plus the money versus equal so you get that amount of money for every hundred dollars you spend right so if it's plus 375 and you bet a hundred dollars you're gonna win 375 dollars plus your hundred back and if it's negative because the the chances are higher of it happening it goes into negative so the bet was like probably negative 275 something like that. So you have to spend a hundred, you have to spend $275 to make a hundred back. This guy bet like $1.5 million for an $11,000 payout that the chargers were going to win. And they fucking lost. They lost 33 to 30. What a fucking nut job. That that's taking it way way too far. That's what they call the juice, right? Is that if you have to put a bunch of juice in on it to make a small payout, but you're still going to make money, right? You're still going to make money. You just have to like the guy who bet 1.5 million dollars, he would have made 11,000 on top of his 1.5 million dollars. But there's also like a stat for that guy that if he would have bet 1.5 or if he would have bet $11,000 on the Jags to win at the same time, which was probably like plus 750. <coughs> Excuse me. God damn it. I'm sick as a dog. Not really, but um, he would have made a ton of money. God, I wish the internet was better out here. Um, tragic, a better plus. Oh, there it is. Come on, I need this. is This is the one I need to read. So, not now. A better placed a $1.4 million bets on the Chargers to win after they took a huge lead. He bet $1.4 million only to win 11000 and then the Jaguar, Jaguars come uh, back. Uh, yeah, it's not, that's not brutal. If someone has that kind of money they're willing to lose for the promise of 11k gain, I feel 0% bad for them. They won't miss the million. Hmm. I don't know. That's that's a fucking that's on Twitter. <coughs> ESPN. 
Now, this will be a good article. It's an ESPN article on it. Oh, my God. Okay, here you go. Saturday, according to a screenshot of the wager force reported by Bleacher Report and confirmed by ESPN, the better placed a $1.4 million money line bet on the Chargers to go on to win the game at minus 12,500 odds. If successful, the better would win $11,200. Yes, a $1.4 million bet to win $11,000. Large money line bets to win much smaller amounts happen more often than you might expect. Earlier this season, for example, a better risked $1,800 on the Indianapolis Colts when they were leading the Minnesota Vikings 33-0 for a chance of winning $9. In 2020, a better placed $240,000 on a heavily favored BYU to beat Texas San Antonio straight up for a chance to win $3,400. Oh, my God. Matt Metcalf, sport book director of Circus Sports, posted on Twitter about the bet sarcastically introducing a supervisor to find the worst bet of any of our customers' place and post it. The race to embarrass our customer with the greatest loss to the social media world is on and we're falling behind. Our players are idiots and we need to show the world and exploit their stupidity. Jesus Christ, could you imagine that? Like, I think one guy had a really good point as far as saying, if you bet that kind of money for an $11,000 gain, you're not going to miss the money. So he's probably got millions and millions and millions of more more, more dollars, right? Um, but like that $1,800 one for the Colts to beat the Vikings for a $9 win... That's bananas because you know what? The Vikings came back and won that game. It was the largest comeback in NFL history. Oh, son of a bitch, my leg. God damn. I couldn't even imagine, man. $1,800 to win $9 to lose $1,800 and not win $9. Hello. I don't even want to try to explain to you how bad that must be. Uh, there was a <clears throat> there was some other things that happened um, that I remember reading. Oh, one thing that did happen was um. The creator or the writer for Rick and Morty got got caught sliding into a young teenager's DMs. Creator of Rick and Morty pervert. That's how you Google things. That 
right there is how you Google things. Don't mind if I do. Make sure you lock the door when you close it behind you. Lock your door on your way out. Okay, I'm full of good ones. Fucking A, man. Okay, and we're back. We're back. We are we are farmers. Donka 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 donk. Um and since my internet won't work, I won't be able to look up basically anything, but I can use my phone internet, which isn't the same at all. Um But what I was saying is that the Rick and Morty, one of the writers for Rick and Morty, his name's Justin Royland. He got caught sliding in the DMs of some teenage girls. <clears throat> and they like announced their names. It wasn't like a Chris D'Elia thing where there's DMs where the girl's like, I'm 17. And he goes, ooh, don't talk to me or whatever. It is. Uh, it's definitely like him being like, how old are you? And she's like, 15. And he responds with, would it be completely absurd of me to tell you how nice of a body you have or some bullshit like that? You're like, oh, God, you fucking pervert. It's a child you're talking to. That's a it's a young, tiny child. Fuck. So he's he's a little bit of trubs. But then I, when I was reading about that, I read that the the um, creator of Rick and Morty, like fucking five years ago, six years ago, he was in some hot water for being like a petter ass or something like that. So uh, I don't care how good of a show Rick and Morty is. You might like it. You might not. I'm out. Okay. I'm out. I'm out on Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah, that's good. I'm out. And then I had a bunch of stuff. I need to start writing down the stuff that I want to talk about throughout the week. Um, I just need to get back into the swing of things and like start actually um, treating P's and Q's podcast like I did when it first started. Because we moved and then... You know, it changed a little bit. And then I got this new job and it changed a little bit. And Joe and KJ had a baby and then it changed a little bit. And now it's just me out here in the freezing cold fucking shed with a broken heater. And uh, I just need to get back on. I just need to get back on my grind, dude. I just got to get back. And so uh, I'm excited to announce that this week I will be printing out articles and shit and reading and researching and being ready and hotter and better and wetter than next year for next month for next week's episode can you hear it in my voice can you hear how like uh unenthused about this i am and how tired i am Ooh, you know what we can do here's what we'll do i'll hop on my phone and i'm gonna i'm gonna take a, a trip down memory lane i'm gonna hop on reddit check out the conspiracy theories let's see if we got anything new cooking because the reason i originally got off of the conspiracy theories for reddit uh was because they were all like this political shit it was it literally every single one of them had to do with COVID, and it was just annoying it was just annoying because it was like i want hollow earth shit i want illuminati hollow earth i want big time reptilians i want clones all that good shit i don't want to talk about like the, the thing about government conspiracies is they're probably a lot of them are just true. And that's just not as fun. That's just fucked up. Because there's just big, big, big dogs. There's like a handful of big dogs in this world who are just taking advantage of the working man's fucking strong back. 
you know, and that's all, that's the whole entire, like, upper class, middle class, lower class. All of us are in the same pool, actually, right? Because there's only a handful of big dogs who are like, they're playing, like, political chess and shit. That's fucked up. Isn't that wild? God, it's crazy to think about, but it's definitely true. That is definitely true. But I want to see some of the good stuff. So let's pull up. Let's pull up some of this ass. Let's see what we got here. Mmm. There we go. This one is a good one. Okay. Just read about this. Uh, and it was actually something I thought about because I was watching the game today. Buffalo versus uh, the Bengals. One of the number one storylines of this particular game was that Damar Hamlin, number three, the guy who suffered cardiac arrest in the field three weeks ago, was going to come to the game and be in the the stadium. And uh, they show him come into the stadium in like a golf cart. And he's, it's you know, it's snowing. It's cold out. And he's wearing you know, clothes and like a puffy jacket. And then he's wearing a ski mask and sunglasses. So you can't see his face. And I do remember thinking like, oh, that's that's a little weird. I mean, you should be able to see his face. It's kind of weird you can't see his face. You should be able to see his face a little bit. Because the guy's like been the fucking galvanize of America the past two weeks. Everybody, fucking Dolphins fans who can't stand Bills fans we're even shouting out like, hey, DeMar Hamlin, like Dolphins fan here. Hope you have a quick and speedy recovery. People in the NFC who have nothing to do with the AFC until the Super Bowl are like, duh, DeMar Hamlin, like shout out, you know, uh, hope prayers, everything's okay. Like everybody was on board and felt at least a little bit bad. Even made the NFL, twist the NFL's arm enough to where they're like, just pay him out his whole contract. So you think that it would be like a presentation of him like coming back and like it was like you didn't even see him at all. They didn't make anything about it. They're like in Damar Hamlin. There he is. And then they showed his mom. Now that I think about it, they showed his mom uh, entering and she looked not happy and they didn't like interview them or anything. It was it was really weird. And the conspiracy now is that maybe that wasn't even him. Ooh, it's getting hot in her. So take off all your clothes. Getting so hot. That's a hot conspiracy theory. Like maybe, um, you know, he like on the mild end of it, <coughs> he wasn't ready to come to the game, but it was such an opportunity to gain media coverage. So it, it was more eyes on the game, right? Because just three weeks prior, the Bengals and the Bills were playing each other and DeMar Hamlin collapses on the field. Three weeks later in the first round of the playoffs, the Bengals and the Bills play each other. How perfect would it be for DeMar Hamlin to come back? Do the fucking honorary coin toss, huh? Get get eyeballs on this fucking thing. They're like he's gonna be back, and that's all everyone talked about. 
And I'm sure there was a good amount of people who only watched that game to see DeMar Hamlin come back. And it wasn't showcased at all. So on the mild end of it, he wasn't ready to come back, but they were like, well, he has to come back. And they're like, he's not ready to come back. And so they just covered his whole face and his eyes and everything about him. And then the Bills went off and lost the game handedly. So we could even go down. Maybe they weren't playing for DeMar Hamlin because he wasn't there. Ooh, this one just gets deeper and deeper. And then on the extreme side of it is like maybe he's in a coma and the NFL is just not ready to even have a conversation about that. But they're so deep. If that is the case, they're so deep in that ass. They might want to talk to fucking the Illuminati about the cloning situation because people think he's alive. People think he's alive. I can't, like, is there any DeMar Hamlin interviews or anything since he's like been out of the hospital? Has anyone seen DeMar Hamlin since he left the hospital? Uh, DeMar Hamlin visit with his teammates at Bill's facility on Saturday for the first time since being discharged from the hospital. after the game. So, uh, hmm. Turns out if you Google something like this, uh, Google's probably not privy to conspiracy world. Anyways, DeMar Hamlin potentially not at the game today. That's a good one. See, that's a good fun one. That is a good fun one. And it's not that big of a deal. Now, I bet you if you went in the comments of this one, it would be absolutely plastered with people commenting about how it had anything to do with the vaccination. So I'm not even going to touch it. A Las Vegas judge who was working to expose pedophile ring found dead from alleged suicide. Ooh, I'm going to read into that. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to screenshot that one. Okay, that's the buttons that you use for screen. I'm going to screenshot it. Why isn't it screenshotting? Come on, Clay. There we go. I'm going to screenshot it. Do a little research on this. We'll talk about it next week. Who doesn't like that? Come on, who doesn't like that? Stall the battery system. Democrats have 50 years to make Roe vs. Wade law. They never did. Ask yourself, why did Democrats never make Roe vs. Wade law in 50 years? Today we should be commemorating 50 years of Roe vs. Wade, but the Republic and controlled Supreme Court tore up this landmark ruling last summer, jeopardizing the health. We must keep fighting for to enshrine Roe into law. That's, you know, whatever. That's fucked. That's one, see, government one. <laughs> These ones are kind of funny. Okay, this one, just this headline is funny in, in Reddit conspiracy. If you want to bring down the Epstein-Maxwell child trafficking pedo rape ring, you'll have to bring down the entire Rothschild-Rockefeller cartel and the CIA, Mozad, they run and own, your entire government and all your representatives are bought off slash blackmailed by them. So it would take a massive rally. You're looking for the word revolt. You would need the entire... That pool that I was talking about, lower, middle, upper class people, would have to all together at once revolt. Not rally. You're thinking of the wrong word. That is such an absurd, like, like we all know that the, I mean, if, 
the world is a very, very dark, shitty place. The Rockefeller Rockefellers and the, the Rothschilds definitely are like I think the most richest people the richest people on the planet. Some people in their family <coughs> excuse me. God dang it. Some people in their family are definitely done some seriously fucked up shit. Like I'm talking about pay to kill people, pay to torture, stuff like that. Uh, hostile, if you will. The movie Hostile. Uh, pull people's fingernails off with pliers. That's what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, seven. Uh, see, there's a COVID one, I believe. Nope, there's a COVID one. Remember when a military wife came out with a six-hour-long video interviewing, detailing assassinations, money laundering, drug and gun sales, more? Uh, no, don't remember that. Why are these areas of Antarctica so patchy on Google Earth? Maybe because it's Antarctica. LAPD narcotics detective confronts CIA director over their involvement in drug trade. Uh, We need to ban all lobbying now. There's no valid argument for any form of paying politicians money to do things. The only way our bought-off... The only way our bought-off Congress will ban lobbying is if we do a mass, if we do mass peaceful protests and scream for it. They'll never act unless they feel pressured. We can do it. July fourth, twenty twenty-three, DC. That's got a whopping eight comments. So, I would say that in six months, uh, there's probably going to be a pretty fucking peaceful protest to stop lobbying in DC. Greta Thunberg, an actress puppet born to a wealthy Rothschild-tied NWO family, was literally protesting Germany opening back up some coal plants because the plebs can't afford to heat their homes with wind energy. Greta and her Rothschild Rockefeller BlackRock handlers want the plebs to starve slash freeze. <coughs> Greta Thunberg has today been protesting against the expansion of a coal mine in Germany. But the very reason Germany is forced to expand the coal mine in the first place is because they listened to Greta and built useless wind turbines instead of nuclear power. Ouch. Utility Steg Gimbach will add four hard-coal plants with a capacity of... 2.5 gigawatts to the market within the next few weeks. Well, Uniper SE will prolong operation at its 345 megawatt Schloven C hard coal fired power plant, the company said on Friday. Hmm. World Economic Forum. The thing is, is I can't believe that that. So the whole thing is that Greta doesn't want coal. because, And so the actual deep conspiracy is that she doesn't want them to be able to heat their houses and freeze to death. I've seen the same homeless people live in Seattle for three years now. Like a handful of the same ones. It's pretty wild what a human body can endure. With just standard technology from 2023. Like, I'm just talking coats and fire and shit. Like, everyone talks... You know, people talk about, like, if there was another Ice Age, we'd all be fucked. It's like, well, yeah, some of us would for sure be fucked. But, like, 
it wouldn't be like an extinction though. You know, I don't think that because it like extinct cavemen and cavemen would like, you know, poop everywhere and wipe their ass with their fingers. They probably didn't even wipe their ass. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. They eat raw meat. They kind of discovered fire. <laughs> no wonder an, a, like, like a cold snap wiped them out. Meanwhile, I got like a fucking homeless dude down on 3rd Ave South who's got like a tin thing, like a like tin sheeting on two by fours slapped together with duct tape in a small fire burning. And he survived when it was 13 degrees for a week. So, I mean, and he's still alive. Your boy's still alive. <clears throat> what else do we got? What else? What else? What do we <laughs> Greta Thornburg. What a name. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Warnings of Orwellian Great Reset. What they should have added is, we the very rich will own everything and be even happier. I don't know what that means. WEF elites gleefully giggle over the idea of banning speech, want to redefine hate speech and make it illegal to say certain things in the United States. Oh, just a couple episodes ago, I was like, there's no chance I'm going to jail ever because I'm at the age where I can't. But if they actually make things, certain things illegal to say, oh boy, it might get a little nasty. Like you can't say cunt anymore. I'm like, ah, shit. But what if I'm not talking about a person? I'm talking about a situation. Or I call my computer a cunt. Then it's good. Mm. MSN and all technicos are suppressing and censoring all footage coming out of Atlanta. The propaganda machine is in full force right now, working overtime last night to censor and remove any post about Atlanta. If you don't know about, don't know Atlanta burned last night. What? If you don't know, Atlanta burned last night. They will not show you any footage or discuss it too much. This is the world we are living in. I don't know, man. Literally good Atlanta, and there's millions of articles and reports. Yeah, this guy must have different internet. I even went to CNN last night, and it was on the front page. Uh, Atlanta burned. One One cop car was set on fire. That's it. It was a cop car named Atlanta. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, okay, so it didn't like burn like the Great Fire in Seattle or whatever. Um, because most of the wealth has been moved to the rich. Massive planned government law enforcement facility meets citizens' resistance in Atlanta. Brazil and Argentina preparing new Latin American currency to reduce... Reduce reliance on U.S. dollar. Pesticide industry helped write disinformation playbook used by big oil and big tobacco. Report reveals new analysts shed light on key tactics Monsanto used to disort. No, that's not a good one. See, this is why I got off the conspiracy thing. They're all fucking stupid now. Goddamn son of a bitch. Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein 
were reportedly running a pedo blackmail operation on corrupt U.S. politicians for the Rothschilds. The Rothschild family controls our government. I hear a lot of left-right commentators bring up the fact Epstein didn't kill himself, but never hear them call out the Rothschild Rockefeller cartel who created own Epstein Maxwell pedophile. God, stupid, stupid man. I want to know about lizards, and I want to know about UFOs, and I want to know about flat earth. I don't care about corrupt governments. I don't care. I don't care. I will take my family to the woods. You'll never see us again. We'll hunt on and fish on and eat some vegetation. Just enjoy life without having to worry about bills. Fucking A. If the government were to collapse, goddamn. You know, this has been a real wild podcast. If someone were to hear this, be like, you might want to... Let's not be worried about this guy, but definitely keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. Yeah. Well, you cocksuckers are lucky I got a wife and kids that I love and I care about, okay? Or else I'd have blown the doors off this thing a long time ago. You think you're going to come over to me and you're going to take me down because I want to take the wool off. I want to expose the truth. I want to let out the light. You think you're going to be able to stop me from doing that? Well, lucky for you. A beautiful woman, a beautiful little girl, and a precious little boy has stopped me from exposing the truth. That's lucky for you, big government. That's lucky for you, big pharma. That is lucky for you, Bill Clinton. That's lucky for you, Bill Gates. That is lucky for you, Bill Hader. holy shit dude man started collecting hockey cards for christmas haven't gotten a pack in a while been itching to get my hands on a pack got a fucking couple signed autograph ones away yeah that's that's killer dude so okay okay here here we go so we officially will have one, we have three weeks to the Super Bowl, okay? Three weeks till the Super Bowl. I'm going to make my prediction right now. This is inevitably what's going to make me famous in 2023. I'm even going to film it. I'm going to film it so I can put it together. And here we go. It is... January 22nd, 2023. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I hope that's showing. That's my computer right there. Making the prediction right now. The Cincinnati Bengals will play the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Cincinnati Bengals, cool Joe Burrow, will win the game. 27 to 21. Joe Burrow and the Bengals, 27 21, 2023 Super Bowl champions. Lock that down. Get your bets in now. I'm on a fucking heater right now. 
And watch, it's going to end up being San Francisco versus fucking the Chiefs. <laughs> In that case, San Francisco versus the Chiefs. Chiefs win it handedly 37-31. Um, but, uh, yeah, Super Bowl's around there. Dude, you know, and then once the Super Bowl's over, all we have is like two more months and springtime starts. Oh, that's fishing season. Oh, that's the driving range. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't actually make that noise. So that's taking the kids outside. Oh, also, my neighbor met him. His name's Josh. He lives across the street from me. He has like a couple teenage kids. I don't know. I've never met him. I met Josh, though. Josh comes over as I'm getting ready to leave. He goes, hey, do you want that? Points over his fence. A playhouse for the kids. It's like a jungle gym, dude. Swings. Banana bars, slides, ladders, the whole kit and caboodle. You bet your fucking ass I'd said yes. So I'm going to be taking that thing apart. I'll give you guys step-by-step how it goes over the next couple of weeks. It'll be killer. It'll be killer. It's going to kick ass. It's going to kick ass. Sick names. Can't wait. Um. So we got that going for us. Uh. But, yeah, taking the kids to the park, taking kids on hikes, going camping. That shit is right around the corner, dude. It seriously is. It's nothing. To all you guys who are, and guys and gals, naughty little boys, naughty little girls who are listening to this, who may be having a little lick of that seasonal seasonal depression, okay? Take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Here we go. We're going to do this together. This is us doing this together. Okay? I'm going to close my eyes, too. Here we go. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. All we got to do is make it a couple more weeks. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Fresh green leaves on a tree. Spring has sprung. Deep breath in. Control that breathing. Fresh cut grass plagues the smell of your nose in a good way. 5 p.m., you're home from work. People are barbecuing. You can smell it up and down the street. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Sun setting after fucking 6 p.m. The sun is rising just a hair after five. Those birds that have been gone for these hard six months are back, baby. And they're chirping. They're singing you. They're singing you to sleep at night. They're singing you awake in the morning. Welcome to spring. It is just around the corner. We are so close. And that's what if you've just moved to Washington and you're just kind of getting used to it or if you know you're trying to deal with new weather situations which seem to be happening all over the fucking globe take it from a guy who's lived in western Washington his whole life soak up the holidays big league you get done new year 1 january is football and sports enjoy those february is the super bowl march is the playoff push for hockey Hockey becomes the playoffs all the way into spring. Spring starts. Then it's time to start 
fucking living, dude. Getting that fresh air, dude. Dipping your feet in that ice cold water on a fucking spring morning. You launch 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 yards out into the fucking lake. Hook a 13 pound trout. Yank it out of the pond. Rip its asshole open with your conch. What? Yeah. Dude, why'd you say that, man? Everyone's having such a good time. Why'd you say that? Why'd you go and have to say that? Why'd you have to talk about sodifizing the Mr. Fish of the Chum Bucket? Come on, dude. Let's talk about that. Oh, and keep, stay tuned. I'm going to make a TikTok uh, of a uh, of a Waffle House manager uh, interviewing a new Waffle House employee for night shift manager. So night shift assistant manager, branch manager, branch manager, night shift assistant manager, interviewer, interviewee. Perfect. That's going to be killer, dude. But uh, that's all I got. Let's hit some Let's Talk Tuesdays. I haven't been able to check the Instagram, and I forgot to ask Allie to do it, and I forgot to ask Joe to do it. Again, I'm going to get back into it. I'm back into it. We're going to be writing notes down. Next episode, going to come out on Sunday. Be prepared for a banger, dude. Okay? I mean, and this is like, I've just been working and eating and fucking hanging out and just enjoying my fucking wife and my kids and just not really going that hard on a lot of shit. I've just been absorbing life and enjoying it and just breathing. But I'm going to get back into the swing of things here. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I was like, you know, legit at my job, my new job, which was causing me like, you know, some anxiety. I didn't want to go in there and be like the fucking new guy who sucks. So I made sure that I was good at that before I started, you know, getting later nights in. I was getting good night's sleep. I just need to get good night's sleep tonight because I need to kick this fucking cold. Um, but other than that, let's hit these let talk Tuesdays. I got a couple in the Gmail. Um, I got to open up the Gmail. Fuck. I'm such a stupid loser, dude. I'm such a fucking idiot. Seriously. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Without you, this podcast is nothing. Cause I'm just an absolute fucking idiot. I should have had this pulled up. Oh, please tell me it saved my password. Why are you doing this to me? Why? I'm your son. Why are you doing, Dad? Why are you doing this to me? I'm your son. <sighs> Open the YouTube app on Clay's iPhone. I seriously just. Like, open up the YouTube app on your own iPhone, for real. That's the new security thing. Yes, it's me. Jesus Christ. Thanks, Google. Thank you, Google, for letting me see my mail. Thank you, Google, for letting me see my mail. Dude, for some reason, it signed me out of P&Q Pod. Wow. 
Thank God I did my phone update. It must have updated. God damn. I've had about enough of this day. Had about enough of this life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can you can go tell Mrs. Bakhtiari she can go fuck off. How's that sound? Where's my mail? Where's my mailbox? How do I click on my mailbox? Please someone help me. Okay. PNQpod at gmail.com. Don't forget if you got questions. PNQpod at gmail.com. And the first one is... Hey there, slime hand kid. Would you let a homeless person spit in your mouth for $500? How much is the most and how much is the least that you would let a homeless person spit in your mouth? No guarantees you don't get AIDS or some shit like that. Best wishes, Boo Boo Black, Boo, Big Blue Galactigate. Big Blue Galactigate? Big Blue Galactigate? Is that a... Okay, homeless person spit in my mouth for 500 bucks. No. If there's no, go, if there's no guarantees, absolutely not. I'm not going to let a homeless person near me if there's no guarantees. Like, I wouldn't shake a homeless person's fucking hand. And that's nothing to be a class, a class, a class. Like, it's exclusively germs. I have watched a homeless person... Go to a puddle of piss and shit and rainwater, and then swash their face like they're like they're like in the morning, like they're in a Gillette commercial. Okay, there's not a fucking chance for five hundred dollars, for a million dollars, a mil a half a million dollars could pay for most medical bills. Do I have to swallow it? Homeless person spit in my mouth a million dollars cash. Absolutely. Homeless person spit in my mouth. Have to swallow it. Million dollars cash. Absolutely. Homeless person spit in my mouth. Don't have to swallow it. $400,000. Probably. Yes. $400,000 homeless person spit in my mouth. Yes. $400,000 cash homeless person spits in my mouth and I swallow it. And this is no guarantee that I don't get super fucking sick from this. Um, I mean, you never really hear about people having like millions of dollars worth of medical bills. I don't think on stuff like that. Maybe $400,000 cash. Like even if it's 400, even if it's like, $320,000 worth of medical bills for swallowing a homeless person's spit. Uh, you're still walking away with 80 grand cash and that ain't bad. Ooh, see, when you take it in the no guarantee, that's a, um, that's a, that's kind of a big one, right? When you, when you take the guarantee of, of keeping your health or your life, 
Because like there's the one, there's the classic one. I think we talked about. Uh, would you take a right hook from, or would you? Yeah, would you take a uh, a right from Mike Tyson in his prime? And I think we came to it like it's a guarantee you won't die. And that, and, and so, and that's in that case, it's like for sure. Yeah, I'm willing to just eat a fucking right from Mike Tyson in his prime for sure. Um, if I know that I'm not going to die or be paralyzed or any shit like that, absolutely. Uh, for you know, I do that for two thousand dollars cash. Um, but when you take the guarantee away, then you have to think about the money, uh, and how your expenses are going to have to go towards the hospital bills. So that makes it very interesting. I'd love to hear your guys's um, thoughts on something like that. Would you let a homeless person spit in your mouth? I'll send that email me back at pnqpod, pnqpod at gmail.com. Email me the lowest number that you would let a homeless person spit in your mouth. You have to swallow it. No guarantees you don't get sick. Guarantee you don't die. Guarantee you don't die, but there's no guarantee you don't get like fucking herpes or fucking, uh, what's the one, what's the one that, uh, a lot of fucking dope users got back in the, not AIDS. It was like, um, hepatitis. No chance. There's a chance you could get hepatitis or AIDS or something like that. I think, I think spit can do that. So, uh, my high point is I would do it, you know, obviously between one and a million dollars. I take, I do it for a million dollars, obviously. So I guess the high point doesn't matter. The lowest I would do it for cash Hundred grand, hundred grand cash. I'd let a homeless person spit in my mouth, and I'd swallow it. And just fingers crossed, fingers crossed, I don't get hella sick and get some sort of long term fucked up illness that I have to take medication for. Because in that case, it's a hundred grand cash right in front of you. But in that other case, it's not. It's like, you know, it's kind of like winning like a nice scratcher. You know, like a one in 36,000 chances of winning $16,000. That's basically what you did to let a fucking homeless dude hawk a loogie in your throat. Okay. Um, here's the next one. Howdy. yo, Clem. What do you think about Antonio Brown's latest controversy? Thanks for all the good laughs. You're not fat, and I've never seen your hair. Who the fuck is that? Kentucky Mike. Well, thanks, Kentucky. I am a little overweight. I do need to get that in control, but I appreciate it. Someone took a jab at me last week, and so we're trying to... I don't actually... I don't even know if I care who it is. It's probably one of my buddies, and they're just rusing me and probably trying to help me to lose weight. Um, I don't know what happened to Antonio Brown. What happened to Antonio Brown? Latest... On Antonio Brown. Um, faces arrest for domestic incident. Antonio Brown all the wrong reasons. Complex. Antonio Brown will not face... December 21st, 2022. This has got to be the... Uh, 
Antonio Brown will not face battery charge after domestic incident. Well, then it looks like justice was served. He didn't. Is this what we're talking about? What's the latest? Latest Antonio Brown controversy. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. This is the one they're talking about. I knew it if I looked up TMZ. TMZ has always got some bullshit. Antonio Brown's Snapchat account suspended after illicit picture of mother with children. Snap Snap spokesperson tells TMZ Sports, Antonio Brown's account has been suspended and the incident is under investigation. The platform points out its strict community guidelines that prohibit sexually explicit content and bullying or harassment of any time. At 8.25 a.m. Pacific Time, Chelsea Kyris, the mother of Antonio Brown's children, released a statement on the situation, say she's very well aware of the post. Chelsea says she repeatedly asked Brown to keep the private parts of their former relationship out of the public eye, but he refused. I have reported his page and all pictures, Chelsea says. Unfortunately, Snapchat is allowing him to repost. I am very sorry for any of your kids that follow him and used to look at him as a role model. I do not condone these actions. As you are aware, I have kids involved as well. Antonio Brown went too far on social media. Again, the controversial former NFL superstar just shared a sexually explicit private picture on his Snapchat with the mother of his children. The post, which has been deleted since from AB's profile, showed the woman performing oral sex on the Super Bowl champ in bed. You probably don't need to call him a Super Bowl champ in that situation. You don't. You don't need to put those two in the same, the same bowl. You know, like you put milk in with cereal. You don't shoot mustard into the middle of it. <coughs> uh, Super Bowl champ, which. Quickly circulated on other social media platforms early Tuesday morning. It's unclear when the image was taken, but we're assuming it isn't recent. Things have gotten ugly between the two sides, with Kyrus claiming AB sent explicit videos to their son during an alleged domestic violence incident back in November. Jesus Christ. AB has become notorious for his snap updates recently. We previously reported he shared a poorly photoshopped pic of Tom Brady's ex, Giselle Bunchan, editing her face onto a nude body. The former Steeler has also trawled Brady throughout the quarterback's divorce, sharing memes mocking his old teammates. It's unclear why AB posted the NSFW pick, but he's been active on Twitter as well, saying, don't play with me, play football. Well... Okay, my thoughts on that? It's easy. Um, He's going crazy. Everything that this just described that he did, he's a a piece of shit, you know. Um, You know, there's pictures and videos of 
I would say most couples, you know, me and Allie, we've definitely had our fair share of, you know, making some stuff like that. Uh, I would never show anybody. I would never show any of, like, my friends. And I certainly wouldn't put it on Instagram or Snapchat. Like, that's a real piece of shit thing to do. Uh, especially when there's children involved, you know, like at 32, I'm still, I'm like learning stuff about my dad and mom's divorce on both sides. Like my dad will say something and my mom will say something. Let's just say it's a good thing. They're not married anymore. <coughs> they got divorced when I was like four. But, um, if I like had found out, like if my mom was like, Oh, you know what? When we were going through, uh, our divorce, um, your dad Xeroxed a picture of me sucking his dick and uh, posted it all over downtown Seattle for everyone to see and then put all my information underneath it. Um, you know, well, he would go to jail. But, like, I'd be surprised. Isn't that, like, something you can go to jail for? Can't Antonio Brown go to jail for that? I've, I just, I, I feel like, I feel like you, if you, if you, without someone's permission, if you put, I guess, if it's not her naked and it's your private part, that's essentially the same as posting a picture of her with like a burrito in her mouth. Assuming that Antonio Brown's got a fucking hog. But yeah, you know, okay, so just getting off topic here. Um, my thoughts on the Antonio Brown situation, if this is the one you're talking about, because he seems to be getting himself in some hot water often. Uh, you know, he's a piece of shit, but I kind of feel bad for the guy. Like, he's clearly having, like, complete mental health failure and... Nobody is checking him or um, nobody is, I don't know, like nobody, none of his, like he's got an entourage of boys, I'm sure, who are just fucking milking him for all of his money, just going on trips with him. And he doesn't like, I'm sure he doesn't want to be alone ever, you know, and uh yeah, it's just it's actually probably kind of it's kind of sad if you really think about it. Like sure, Antonio Brown showing a picture of Zach's baby mama or his current baby mama ex-girlfriend uh sucking him off on Snapchat for millions of people to look at is yeah, without a doubt like horrific. But uh his mental health is completely fucking fucked. I mean, it was what like 3 months ago he pulled his pants off and showed some some lady his cock in the pool at fucking in Dubai. Like this is a dude who is not doing well. He's you know, and people are. I I don't know. I th- I think there's a lot of uh, horrific, you know, brain injuries that happen to people and um, with especially with football and most contact sports, but. Um, Antonio Brown was a fucking stud, and there is interviews of him being normal, you know. And I'm not defending what he did now. I think what he did now is a fucking 
uh, abomination of somebody's, you know, personal privacy. But at the end of the day, nobody, all of his boys, quote unquote, who probably tell him like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm your boy. You know, we got your back. You fucking, we love you, A.B. Uh, none of those guys give a fuck about him. They are probably uh, watching this demise happen in real time right in front of him and not doing a fucking thing, like slowing him down and saying, hey, are you okay? Hey, don't do that. Because it's going to take one of his quote unquote boys, like from like one of his like dogs from back in the day who he still fucks with through high school, college and his, uh, you know, I would say potential besides what he's doing right now. Like he had a fucking Hall of Fame career in the NFL and somebody who knows him, who knows who he is, needs to sit down with him and just kind of reel him back down to reality and be like. You can't show your cock whenever you want in public. You cannot send a photo of your ex blowing you on the internet all over the place. You can't do it. And it's not maybe because it's explicitly illegal. It's because you're explicitly being a fucking asshole. So get it right, AB. Come on. It's a fucking shame to watch all that skill just go to waste. I fucking... What was it? Odell Beckham Jr. was calling like a bunch of fucking people on a commercial airline like fat slobs or something the other day. He got woken up and they were like, hey, you got to put your seatbelt on and put your thing up forward. Tray down, stowed in the upright position. The same thing that everyone's been hearing since planes have started carrying more than two people. And he woke up out of a slumber like, hey, we're getting ready to take off. You mind if you put your desk up? And he was like, I'm not fucking doing that. You're like, well, why not? Just do it. Like, it takes 15 minutes for you to get to the point where you can go back to where you were. And then he was like, he called them like poor people and shit. And you're like, wow. Like, that doesn't, you know, there might be a like 99% sure that you're, there's a 99% chance that Odell Beckham Jr. was the richest person on that plane when he was going off on people like that. But there is a 100% chance uh, that he's not the smartest person on that plane. And money means a lot when it comes to the value of the dollar. But what's between your ears is way more important than that. So uh, shout out to my mom for coming and visiting us uh, up here in beautiful Malpe, Washington. Can't wait till you make it back out here. Uh, shout out to Jade. <laughs> my daughter calls Joey and KJ, Joey and JJ. So I was going to say shout out to JJ and Joey for showing up with LBJ. It's a lot of J's, J-Dog. Um, next week, get ready for a fucking hell of an episode. Oh, I'm going to burn you guys' sacks off. I'm coming with that heat. So just get ready. Uh, we're going to bring some fucking... Uh, we're going to bring the poison. We're going to kill a bunch of people. And uh, what? You can't say that? Oh, okay. I'll, I won't say that again. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> we're not bringing the poison. We're not going to kill people. But we are bringing the fucking heat. So... Other than that, hope you guys had a good week. Happy Sunday. Let's get after it. Tomorrow's Monday. Production. Happy. Smiles. Nobody say it's Monday tomorrow. If you're talking to somebody and they go, how are you doing? Don't say it's Monday. Don't. Let's not blame the day for how we feel. Tomorrow's Monday. It's just another day. Go eat a shit sandwich and cash another check, baby. That's what time it is. 
You guys are warriors. Us, we're in the pool together. Lower, middle, and upper class. We are working. We are the backs of society. Let's rock and roll. Love you guys. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire.